listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Was staying alive was no job. At second hands, moms bounced on old man. So then we moved out to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the gold tooth, for low goose. Only way I begin to G off was drug loot. And let's start a little like this, son, rolling with this one and that one, pulling out gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. I started smoking woolies at 16 and running up in gates and doing hits for high stakes, making my way on fire escapes no question i would speed for cracks and weed the combination made my eyes bleed no question i would flow off and try to get the dough off sticking up the white boys in the ball courts my life was no better same damn low sweater times is rough and tough like leather hey welcome to the black guy with tips podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a monday yes sir correct on a monday uh ready to get your week started off right okay um uh holiday week everybody gets the fourth off i hope mm-hmm. i mean if we're gonna continue to be a militaristic country that determines that you gotta kneel it at, at uh, you can't kneel at football games everybody should at least get the day off on july 4th i mean come on it's the day that the one white group of white people decided to betray the other group of white people and to claim this country as its own thing even though it really wasn't so mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey it's it's we we betraying y'all pow pow fireworks woo america mm-hmm. fuck yeah right and a lot of y'all looking up in there at the fireworks ain't even free we don't even consider you a whole fucking person mm-hmm. so uh can't wait for that holiday though i love it because everybody gets a day off People that's go, all i care about i don't care what you're celebrating i get a paid day off i'm here for it people go grill you know uh, all right, we got plenty of news today to get into. Of course, the Blackout Tips. You can find us iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Take a little bit of time and do that. We appreciate y'all that do it because we read it on the show on Saturday morning. It makes us feel good. It does. Uh, you know, we love doing this show. We get feedback, so much of it. Um, and we feel so loved, man. There's a lot of people out here doing their stuff, and it's just in the darkness and the void because ain't nobody listening and ain't nobody writing in nobody cares but we feel loved and cared for and supported and uh that's a that's a great way to do it for free just takes a little bit of time mm-hmm. um you can also do stuff like go to our website the black guy who tips sign up for premium on the blackout uh on the blackout uh, who tips.com uh just go to uh the premium uh little header um uh, at the top and you can uh, it'll tell you instructions on how to sign up the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and don't forget september 20th mm-hmm. is happening okay three days before my birthday love to see y'all celebrate with you we would love to having a live show in charlotte north carolina yes. at the blumenthal theater for performing arts and people are already hitting us up and talking about they ready and they're excited they count the days down got them plane tickets booked got them hotel discount rates booked and they is ready and we is ready for y'all to get here too yeah so we can't wait to see you you can get your tickets and everything your hotels all that stuff the black guy who tips.com slash live 2018 right there on the website um so let's get right into it um before we even start with any news and articles i just want to send a uh heartfelt um message of camaraderie to uh all the lakers fans out there welcome to the team guys okay 
and the team i'm talking about of course is the only team that we care about here on the blackout tips and that's team lebron james that's it like i, I hope y'all don't know we uh t- well wherever he was going i was gonna be a fan so i am the bandwagon fan that y'all talk shit about uh, before you start talking i would like to say what i have to say and then you can speak for yourself okay i'm not saying all that shit welcome to my bandwagon <laughs> the lebron james bandwagon okay Correct. y'all can root for them teams and all that shit that the white man taught y'all how to do but i'm rooting for this black man Me okay too. the one that called your president a bum okay the one that i've been saying better than kobe and better than jordan and now the lakers fans who've been protecting the legacy of kobe can finally get on board and admit the motherfucking truth which is that lebron james is the goat so um congratulations keep that laker rah-rah shit to a minimum and don't fuck up the lebron party that's all i ask <laughs> you know is y'all can get y'all's jerseys and all the stuff that y'all do uh to celebrate you know your team mm-hmm. um you know and the stuff that y'all have been doing it's not no animosity towards your team i've been getting mm-hmm. called a hater and stuff for saying this online but i don't have any animosity towards the lakers they are a fine organization mm-hmm. that uh, i'm not bothered in the least but mm-hmm. i make no mistakes if lebron would have went to houston we've been talking about houston today come on like y'all like it wasn't nothing special Mm-mm. about the, the t- we go where number 23 goes That's okay it. so um welcome uh know your role don't be in here questioning the legacy uh i will root against anything on the team that i feel bars lebron from winning a ring so i don't give a fuck if it's development of young players um i don't care if it's the coach i don't care if it's the gm or the owner it's about lebron okay so just stay out of the way help him win a ring and beat the uh of course beat the warriors you know that's a big one because you can't really win a ring uh no more complaining about he not in the west coast no more complaining about kobe and after he win these rings i expect a statue out front that's the least y'all can fucking do okay your whole franchise is in limbo and this man could make anybody's franchise a contender so we know who the real genius is here all right you see all these people signing up to be lakers today even lance stevenson got down that's how you know it was some real shit lance stevenson don't even like lebron and he had to go sign there i heard god's plan playing when he went over there <laughs> now karen you can say whatever you was gonna say but i just want to make sure the lakers fans know they roll because oh, oh yeah yeah i'm i am a lebron james fan and i'm like you wherever he would have went that's the team that i was gonna be rooting for it wouldn't have mattered where he went um the only thing that i don't like is that now i got to take a goddamn nap because y'all fucking games come on too goddamn late yeah that's the only thing is <clears throat> live and watch life um it's gonna be a lot of dvr of these games yes now. sir i can't be up no one two in the morning yeah so um you know just y'all are welcome and everything to be on the lebron bandwagon but yeah i saw a lot of people trying to flip it the other way around we're not lakers fans lebron demand to trade tomorrow guess what i'm off i'm out mm-hmm. so yeah. let's not even pretend i'm not buying no lakers jerseys by lebron paraphernalia whatever team that was <laughs> whatever team all right let's get into the news guys all right there's all kinds of stuff that's in the news um what do i want to start with oh actually you know what before we even do that i got some random stuff too um yo i almost got rear-ended by two trucks today on the highway 
because apparently while everybody was merging on the highway Mm -hmm. like a styrofoam piece of styrofoam was on the highway Mm -hmm. some motherfucker decided to pull a complete fucking stop rather than ride over styrofoam you better hit that bitch and watch it crush over your big ass vehicle and so they came to a complete stop and none of the cars behind me really stopped and they had time so i don't know and lucky for me i was paying fucking attention looking in my rearview mirror and i seen the trucks behind me and like i seen like they didn't have time like they slammed on the brakes and then like one of them went to the shoulder because i was in the farthest uh right lane you know closer to the shoulder because trucks ain't like vehicles (laughs) so one of them went on the shoulder and so first of all i saw them coming so i moved my car up as close to the car in front of me as i could without hitting it right so they got more time to slow down and then i had to move my car to the left while one car went to the right and then a fucking bigger truck behind him couldn't stop i had to move my car to the right like it was crazy so yeah man i was reading about how um i forget which model it was but uh one of the model one of the video models from like the 90s got into a car wreck with a 18 wheeler and her brain was bleeding and stuff she's recovering um now but um you know i I was reading that article about her i was like yo that could have been me today who knows yeah because the thing is what i realized a lot of people i've seen people do this before particularly on the highway when you're going 50 60 70 80 miles per hour you can't come to a complete stop Mm -hmm. you just can't um well it was rush hour traffic so it wasn't even people going the speed limit necessarily right but still it just for a styrofoam you better hit that bitch yeah i just couldn't believe it like when i got up there i was like what the fuck was the problem I thought maybe it was a wreck or something right this is a piece of styrofoam i was like if you don't fucking run over that styrofoam you'll get everybody killed man people are stupid yes they are mm, that could have been ugly anyway um then i went to the store i we had to get toilet tissue we were out but you know it's kind of embarrassing to, to just go to the store and only buy toilet tissue so i bought some other stuff too to make it less embarrassing (laughs) why uh you know because then people gonna know you use the bathroom in your house and stuff and that's you know (laughs) that's gross like wow they must shit a lot i mean i mean what is you just buying toilet tissue Mm -mm, they're gonna be like they got some clean asses and i'm good with that too i wipe i wipe my ass well i mean that's why you buy other stuff so they won't just think of the the nastiness of you buying a whole bunch of toilet tissue by yourself you know so then I went and bought They don't some. know what's happening in your household. You could be using it for some, a project or something for your child. Yeah, well, most of them just going to think you bought it to take a shit because that's what most people do with toilet tissue. So uh, I just I just made it less embarrassing. I don't know if this is a um, life hack for you guys, but um, just buy other stuff. You know, that's what I did. I bought some Monistat, uh, some condoms, and a pregnancy test just to make it. <laughs> just to balance it out yeah so then it was the least embarrassing thing in the um cart now i didn't buy all that stuff what i did buy though was some granny smith apples good now i don't know anything about granny smith or who she was but that motherfucker <laughs> knew her way around some apples didn't she oh they the best apples mm-hmm, i think that's what they make most apple pies out of i don't care i just know that those apples are the most delicious okay like i don't even why are there other apples what's the point of those other apples <laughs> especially that fucking the golden delicious uh you lied okay and you look a little too close like granny smith that's the only reason people buy those golden delicious apples because they think they granny smith and then they get them home and they're like what the fuck is this shit it's a fucking bland ass mayonnaise apple it's, it's those fucking golden delicious apples the only apples worth eating is fucking granny smith the red ones is okay in a pinch if you have to 
but them them fucking granny smiths mm, that was a bad bitch okay i don't know how she made them things must have been the i don't know she must have just left them out in the sun too long or something i don't know they good i must say honey crisp i never heard of that type of apple they all right they not no granny smith i had every kind of apple the fuji apples the fucking or fiji apples whatever you call them those hybrids the grapples the grape apple monstrosities grapples the monsanto shit i've had them all granny smith is still the reigning queen the baddest bitch the beyonce of apples (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and y'all fucking know it deep down in your heart that's why you feel so sad because it's the truth ain't nothing you can do about it <sighs> now let's get to the news uh the nypd have has demoted those police officers who uh we covered i think it was last week or the week before um where um they posed with a stripper at the old folks home so they got demoted so if you're keeping track you can fuck underage girls in custody mm-hmm. i get charged with a crime you can choke out black men who are selling lucy cigarettes uh to death mm-hmm. um you can shoot unarmed people uh you can do a lot of stuff as a new york police department officer but what you cannot do is take a picture with a dude wearing a thong because uh you will have to get demoted uh two of the cops are now back on regular patrol um during which they are limited to answer 911 calls and radio calls a law enforcement source told the post what the fuck does god do with them performing their job task mm-hmm. uh ncos the two have participated in the nypd community outreach program in which they spend most of their time meeting with local residents and community members with a specific uh sector uh it was as ncos that the officers had posed for a group photo with messiah a buff exotic dancer hired to entertain at a mother's day party at his at this year's uh fort washington senior center uh news of their demotion came as a blow to messiah i'm very disappointed that they would have to go through this he said his real name is jude Manalis they didn't cross any line at all they did nothing wrong it was an innocent picture when all was said and done he said he lives in brooklyn ladies and men i don't know what he's into uh the sausage shot in which two of the cops lean in for a hug while a third points to his g-string just showed the officer's humanity and sense of humor he said every time you see a cop picking up a bat and playing with a kid or dancing along at a parade you just need that stuff he said the f- <laughs> it was copaganda it was cockaganda <laughs> the fact that they are minority women who are doing positive things in the city makes it even worse situation right uh they did nothing to embarrass their shields their uniform or me nothing at all Mm-mm-mm. what you think about that karen uh-huh this is racist mm. they were black and brown women in the and the police force that took this picture correct all it is just racist um and no one gets canceled news nobody roseanne Barr has been offered many returns to tv yeah she's not going nowhere talking about she lost everything yep so we all know what got her in the way got i mean got her in trouble um she said during an interview on rabbi shmooley boutiche's podcast um 
I, I don't never heard of them uh, i've already been offered so many things i almost already accepted one off really good offer to go back to tv and i might do it but we'll see yep she'll be back yes because nobody gets canceled mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um here's one um this one might shock you karen okay this is big news all right i'm listening movies with diverse cast make more money at the box office no shit yep no shit can't believe it myself the daily digit is a story behind the numbers that will make our world work today we're looking at hollywood's diversity problem while minorities make up 37.1 percent of the u.s population only 13.9 percent of lead roles in hollywood films go to people of color however new data released by ucla and creative arts agency shows that that's actually bad for business for the top for the 10 top grossing films in 2016 47% of opening weekend audiences were non-white and that percentage has grown in 2017 and 2018 simply put movies with diverse cast and audiences make more money about 19 more million dollars per on average yeah that's why racism ain't about money mm-hmm. cuz you know fiscally and statistically it makes no sense to be fucking racist you should want all the goddamn money it's almost as if no one had ever brought this up before but like i'm like 99 percent sure that black and brown people have been saying this shit forever but every yeah, movie of every movie of ours that does wells gets reported as what a surprise box office hit mm-hmm. right because nobody expects it white but, people don't expect it yeah that's what i meant by nobody yeah yeah white people don't they we always like, shocked and surprised you're like uh bitch if you'd have asked anybody brown they'd have told you that was gonna be number one movie this weekend when the head of sony gets busted in those leaked emails saying mm-hmm. Denzel washington is not a viable star because he doesn't sell well overseas um and that's before the equalizer came out you know that kind of shit you know and they keep investing themselves in these movies that make that don't make money because it's white people flop. right they don't like movies with black cast and shit like that so yep weed apocalypse dawns for california pot dealers on sunday six months after california made recreational marijuana use legal the so-called weed apocalypse arrives this weekend as tight state regulations go into effect on sunday have dispensaries scrambling to unload non-compliant product i talked to my dad about this friday mm-hmm. we were just talking and um i was like yeah i i was like one thing that government regulation might help with uh for marijuana is some of the shit that is unregulated in weed that you know like with they, a lot of stuff they're making people sick ain't we been covering that stuff where they come out and like people been getting sick and shit because like you said it's not regulated right we've covered a uh, uh, a lot of um articles where people did like drugs and the drugs had like fucking uh rat poison in them and shit and uh and don't nobody know what the source of it is and all that bullshit mm-hmm. embalming fluid or right. like weed that was like that over-the-counter synthetic weed that people get but then like motherfuckers start passing out and having like spasms and shit because of it come on you know and i'm like yo weed um needs to be regulated to a certain extent as well like or it could use some regulation uh, I mean, unless that's what people are trying to do with the weed, then like, 
you know when you read about 19 people passing out on the street in indiana it's like i don't think everybody was trying to get that fucked up no they wouldn't you know like if my boy passed me the joint i'm gonna smoke it well now i'm laying on the ground with fucking phone coming out anybody got a problem with selling good old-fashioned regular drugs you should now yeah sell them good old-fashioned regular drugs dog good old-fashioned regular ass non-laced drugs so now dispensaries are trying to basically give up the unregulated weed and sell it before they have to uh start selling weed that's actually got some sort of like you know regulation to it yeah and not 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 this i do agree with just for the simple fact that if it's not regulated the store doesn't even know what the fuck is in it mm-hmm. so they're just selling you shit it's about getting rid of a lot of older product that doesn't meet city and state requirements and getting through that old inventory and moving on to the next steps after july 1st the government approved pot will be marked with a harvest and best used by day and sealed in child resistant packaging the rules were designed to take effect july 1st six months after legalization approved by voters in november formally took effect on january 1st business owners say they have struggled to meet the deadline because of the lack of approved testing facilities in california which has created a bottleneck in the supply of compliant marijuana that could drive customers to the black market yeah these are problems that would come up that uh because the government has been resistant to this shit in the past correct and they weren't ready to get on board but now that these 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 governments are making so much money off of it um they're gonna have to shape up the scary part to me is there's still a lot of big business investment in um yeah, beer do. and things that are competing uh, competing cigarettes that want to shut it down and Alcohol. we have put a government in place an administration in place that absolutely will take that money and absolutely shut down marijuana if they can mm-hmm. um and not leave it up to the states even though they claim states rights on anything involving race gender and sexuality and um but 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 women's rights and stuff but when it comes to this one you know jeff sessions is uh very like hard up about destroying marijuana in america and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that shit is not criminalizing it marijuana criminalization is a huge source of the black community imprisonment and stuff like this this is these are bigger issues and uh you know it's it's sad to see you know all this is probably going to be undone in in short work possibly Mm mm-hmm um all right let's see what else happened um maxine waters um put out um well she was at a rally and she gave a speech um and for those that have been keeping up um sarah sanders sarah huckabee sanders and her family were kicked out of a restaurant not even kicked out they were told they were asked to leave basically because nobody wanted to serve them because you know they're fucking a racist ass uh president's uh puppet and, right you and, know mouthpiece and a lot of the staff there was lgbtq and they was like we don't feel comfortable serving her you know and, and a lot of hispanic and mexican they was like Mm-mm. so then uh after that maxine water like a few people not a few most people called for civility which we've talked about that word um a a lot on here but a a lot of people call for civility mostly white people that are like hey hey listen i know she's a bigot i know she's a liar i know she's a threat to most of the freedoms of most of the people in this country but could we all just be nice and let her have her breadsticks like no fuck that bitch wherever she goes can y'all just like still serve her i mean what about this isn't this what martin luther king died for i mean 
people wouldn't serve black people and that was the real problem right that was what everybody was marching for that kind of shit you know uh as if you know the, the race you were born is the same as the politics you pick um but the point being um Salam, thank you for joining Sorry. us please do keep us posted and- why did that keep playing all right anyway all that to say like so maxine waters was one of the people that was like nah fuck that shit when people see them out they need to be prepared to get booed and confronted by the people that y'all abusing in this country and then a bunch of people trump included started calling out maxine waters like she's exciting violence and she better be careful what she's wishing for a whole lot of democrats start talking about civility and no one should say what she said and all this shit and we wouldn't take it from trump which most of the time they never even call out trump when this happens um so maxine waters uh was at and uh, bring us an update damn it i didn't click that was at a rally uh for reuniting family separated at the border and she gave a speech let me see if i can find the clip now my story involving five-year-old diana all right let's listen back into los angeles right now the rally happening there this is congresswoman maxine waters afraid of you you should be ashamed we want our children connected back to their parents how dare you how dare you take the babies from mother's arms how dare you take the children and send them all across the country into so-called detention centers you are putting them in cages you're putting them in jails and you think we're going to stand by and allow you to do that? I don't think so. <laughs> Donald Trump, you think you can get away with everything, but you have gone too far when you're trying to break up families in the way that you do. I don't care whether you're Democrat or Republican. I don't care what nationality you are. I don't care what ethnic group you are. We all love the children, and we're going to stand by them. Some of us know the history of those who have separated children from their parents. As an African-American woman, I was raised on the stories about what happened on the auction block when they auctioned off Africans. They took the fathers and they sent them one place. They took the mothers and they sent them another place. They took the children, the boys, to work in the farms and to work in the fields and the girls to work on domestic matters in the big house. Well, we overcame that. We fought against that. We marched, we fought, and we won, and we're going to win again. I just like to point out, like, where's Bernie during all this? Way, way in the back. Like, where is he? Because she on the front lines. Ain't nobody threatening to, to shoot Bernie. He's on Twitter pleading for civility with for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. That's what he's doing but the real ones is out here doing the work donald trump we are sick and tired of you we have no fear you will not intimidate us we're coming right at you and we're saying to you we're saying to you that the constitution of the united states of america gives us the right to protest and protest we will 
understand the Constitution of the United States. You may not have respect for the Constitution of the United States, but we're going to teach you a lesson. And the lesson that we're going to teach you is this. We understand the Constitution because we fought for it. We respect the Constitution. Uh, let me get to the part where she, because uh, there's a part in here where she's like talking about the threats against her. Hold on. Sorry. Now, we have some members of Congress who are intimidated. I have no fear. I'm in this fight. who are talking about censoring me, talking about kicking me out of Congress, talking about shooting me, talking about hanging me. All I have to say is this. If you shoot me, you better shoot straight. There's nothing like a wounded animal. So that was the line that everybody was uh, talking about and stuff. Um, what do you think about that? Oh, I, 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 I don't have a problem with what she said at all, um, because the thing is, is that uh, is getting to the point where marginalized people were tired. We're tired of being nice. We're tired of being cute. We're tired of playing, playing the white folks games, you know, because a lot of the Democratic people that are white, they still trying to cater towards white folks. It's never, 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 never coming back. You're never going to get that group of people. It's like they don't even know who their fucking base is anymore. And you're trying to cater to a lot of white people that are racist, a lot of white people that only care about whiteness. They don't really care about anything else outside of that. And so you actually are turning on your base because you take your voting base for granted. Like a lot of them do. A lot of them just are like, well, it's, what, are you, what else are you going to vote for? And I think that because a lot of them don't have any quote-unquote skin in the game as far as a lot of these rules and regulations a lot of these policies he's passing they're not separating their children they're not coming after them so i actually their action shows that they don't give a fuck they still want us to dress up and be cute but it's it's time it you get to the point particularly being black you're like i don't give a fuck about being cute i don't give a fuck about your feelings you know this is what it is and that's the truth because the thing is if an animal is wounded, it will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think people understand that. Like, you, you you take somebody and you pressure them enough and you pound on them enough and you abuse them enough and you beat them enough. If they actually make up in their mind, all right, I've had enough of your bullshit, you know, it's going to be a problem. And I think that a lot of the tactics and shit that's being used is designed to make people in marginalized groups give up hope, designed to make them not want to fight designed to make them say well this is what it is but that's how your rights get taken that's how you know families continue to be separated because the thing is a lot of the shit they're doing is to scare people a lot of this separation shit is to scare people and technically a lot of their a lot of um this detention center shit them people are never going to see their children again and them children are never going to see their parents again they're talking about it y'all ain't trying to fix shit it is to intimidate people and to scare them and to make they and it goes back to what I said last week, make people think that they don't have power, but they actually do have power, we have powers in numbers, but it's hard to get people to understand that you got to do more uh, than just uh, 
talk about it you actually got to be about it and a lot of people ain't that be about it like the for a lot of the democratic party they about be about it when it's cute they about be about it when it's time to give a nice little cute speech they about you know be about it on certain things when it's time to vote but are you really are you really about it about it are you really gangster you're not really because you're not really really willing to put your feet to the fire you're not really willing to turn against that white base and 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 have confident enough in your voter base to say i'm confident enough to say this as a white person and not fear any retaliation because that's the thing white people don't want to don't want to deal with the retaliation of other white people either you know truth be told you know but brown people and marginalized people have to deal with they have to deal with the backlash of white folks all the time they still want to go out to dinner with them they still want to go out to eat with them they still want to have fundraisers with them they still want to party and pal with them because at the end of the day it it don't matter to them. it's almost like it's a fucking game to them but it's not a game to the people that are dying it's not a game to the families that are separated that shit ain't no game it's, it's not a game to you going to these um detention centers and you got fathers and sons and daughters all locked up in these cages where they can see each other but can't reach each other you know shit like that and it's like nobody seems to fucking care and and it's heartbreaking because it's one of those things where uh um when you look at it america quote unquote used used to pride itself on being the example for the world like like that's something white folks just pride themselves in america's the brave the best america's the great you know america does all this humanitarian care and all that shit but we don't do that shit anymore we're actually pulling out and pulling away and just just coming within ourselves but the world is is when it comes to the world it's a circle and we all are connected more than ever before but america is almost retreating back to it's only about us well when you do that and you cut yourself off all that happens is that you end up cutting yourself off from help you end up cutting yourself off from aid you end up if something happens in america how many people are actually willing to come and help and assist us you know and shit like like and and from my perspective it's very frustrating when you actually think with a critical mind when you actually use your critical thinking skills they showed you as a child and you actually begin to analyze shit and look at shit and look down the road at all the policies are being passed when you analyze shit and some of this shit that's being passed today will never recover from some of this shit being passed today it's gonna take decades and centuries to reverse some of this shit passed today people are gonna uh, die way before they ever see a positive outcome from this you know and it's very frustrating when looking now you can go where well, i could have told you this shit was going to motherfucking happen and nobody listened and also something else that irritates me particularly being a black woman nobody ever wanted to listen to us everybody act like we just sassy for nothing everybody act like we got a fucking attitude just to have a fucking attitude you know act like our our, our points are not valid act like particularly being black uh, being a black woman you've got to care about other people whether you want to or not do you know how many black women wish they could say fuck y'all niggas but they don't because they understand they have to think about the totality of the human race they have to think about if i do that what are the consequences and repercussions of me turning my back on y'all what you know like like people fail to realize that 
Uh, and when when i really think down and really get down to it a lot of the 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 things that have been going on politically have been black women it has the foundation and the root of it and the beginning of it it's been birthed through black women and when you try to tell people that everybody won't act like you motherfucking crazy everybody won't take credit for ideas everybody want to push these slogans everybody want to take our slang Everybody want to go online and do all these things. But if you actually go down and look at the root of it, a lot of it comes from the foundation of black people, particularly black women. And it's very frustrating because you don't want to give us credit, but yet you want to tout all these ideas like you it was your original idea when actually it was not. And it's very frustrating to know that you have a black woman that's willing to stand up. But guess what? She's standing up all by her motherfucking self and everybody's leaving her out there by herself. Believe you me, as a black woman voter, I'm watching y'all. I'm watching how y'all responding to her. I'm watching you. So when it's time to vote again, I'm going to vote your ass out because I see that you don't really care about me. You don't care about LGBTQ. You don't care about brown people. It's just a talking point to you. But at the foundation of it, do you care? Because if you really care, your actions will show you care. Guess what? You didn't have to say shit. Being quiet is free. Y'all, y'all could have just let Maxine Water cook and everybody would have been fine. But you felt something struck you in your heart to make you feel like you had to go tell this nigga to sit the fuck down, bitch, and shut the hell up, bitch, because you're rocking the motherfucking boat. But what you fail to realize is that Trump and them don't give a fuck about y'all. Y'all out here vote no against everything. They vote yes and Trump signing that shit. I don't understand. Why don't you get to the point to where they did y'all? They get, they stuck their middle fingers up and said, fuck y'all niggas. We, this is what we doing. Nobody ever wants to do that because nobody ever really wants to do what it takes. Y'all trying to be cute. Y'all trying to be uh, civil. Y'all trying to act like it's not a big deal. But to me, it's, it's getting to the point where, where, where we are, we're almost in like, like a panic state right now where nobody ever realized how important shit is until you have to sit back three years from now, five years from now, go, oh, shit, it's fucked up. Oh, why do we have millions of homeless people now? Oh, why do we have people, why is healthcare going up? You know, when you look at these terrors and shit that Canada has on us, shit's about to go up. And when, and, and when people go to the gas, you begin to buy things. Because the thing is, once these tariffs kicks in, guess who's going to pick up the cost? The fucking consumer. The companies aren't going to pick up these costs. The consumers are. And you know what else is going to happen? These companies are going to take that shit and they're going to go to other countries where it's cheaper to build this shit and it's cheaper to make this shit. That's economics. And it's amazing when you look and you see how dumb and how ignorant people are and how they pick fucking sides when the size don't goddamn matter all that matters is the human race and it's like people don't even really care it's no love no empathy no sympathy in their heart about their fellow brothers and sisters and i don't for me on the outside looking in is it's frustrating and particularly me being a black woman is very very frustrating when you as a black woman are the only one spitting the truth and everybody turns their back on you, including your own kind. That's fucking frustrating. Yep. I mean, obviously, agree with all of that. Um, and it's also wild because if those white politicians that are Democrats call themselves liberals and shit were to have her back, people would actually listen to them as opposed to dismiss Maxine Waters. Because when you was like, basically, they Maxine Waters on the front lines. And the thing I love about her is that she doesn't have fear and she doesn't give a fuck. Like, she's just like, I know right from wrong. 
everything else can kiss my ass like everything like okay y'all gonna be nice about it well i'm not gonna be nice this dude's a piece of shit he will kill us i'm going to go down in history as being on the right side of this thing and you guys are going to go down in history as appeasers um so i love that about her um i love that um it that i love that she's fearless but i fear for her if you know what i'm saying i don't think it's i don't think it's right that she should have to be the one to talk about these motherfuckers talking about killing me and the calls for civility only come from people telling her to be quiet like when a big moment in 2016 that got not yeah basically kind of swept under the rug um by a lot of people democrat voters black people white people everybody and it was it was really disheartening to me at the time and it's still disheartening to think about to this day but when hillary clinton called them motherfuckers deplorables right and she had to walk it back some because the media hit this shit this civility shit and her fellow uh democrats hit the civility shit uh bernie sanders hit the civility shit we need those voters everybody hit everybody but that was the most honest thing she could say on the campaign at the time to the point where i never stopped saying it i was like no them niggas deplorable like you cannot bargain with these people like she didn't say every last voter but all the deplorable people is voting for him yes it's not even close you know but because one she was a woman saying it two she's hillary clinton saying it and you know people wasn't still in the uh kind of post obama like malaise of i don't like anybody um it, she had to walk it back because the passion for better or worse is on the side of the people that are republican and evil um and unfortunately in this country the passion that people that claim to be liberal or democrats or anti-republican have very fleeting and mostly unfocused and so idealistic at times is feckless you know um like i like once you get to the point because see the thing is we'll say listen to black women right we'll say that right we'll say thank black women remember they thanked black women for alabama for roy moore right they thanked them like thank you for not letting that motherfucker win if you hadn't shown up and voted in the numbers you did we would have lost black women vote at like a 90 over 95 percent clip for democrats right for democratic candidates 95 percent and yet we'll follow them everywhere except to the voting booth now i'm not saying just the percentage wise but also the turnout wise most reliable voting block of the democratic base yet at the same time i listen to people shit on them and shit on the idea of voting and shit on the idea you think maxine waters ends those speeches and go but don't go vote like like it's like it's that it's that level so and yeah mostly the thing i notice is who ain't out there you know i like no offense i don't give a fuck that susan sarandon went and got arrested protesting like you gave your vote away to jill stein in a very important election you know and i don't expect a lot of these motherfuckers to admit it but i'll just say it and i'll continue to say it a lot of motherfuckers thought hillary's gonna win and they was gonna get the shit on her anyway 
and they wanted to be the people to say i shitted on hillary clinton yeah she won but i didn't vote for her so i'm gonna say what the fuck i got the and then when she lost they went oh my god oh i didn't think that would happen uh i'm gonna just fade into the bushes homer simpson you know but she's still out here doing the work she's still out here talking that shit she's still out here rallying uh rallying folks i'd i'd say honestly she's the main voice of the opposition to me you know bernie sanders not a, a, a opposition to trump he's an appeaser um a lot of the senators that claim to be against trump elizabeth warren doesn't talk like she used to talk what happened to all these people kamala harris is ramping up but i think that's because she's gonna run in 2020 I, like she's one of the most outspoken people but even the way she speaks she still gives a fuck about making sure that certain voices are appeased with her words like and i'm not even saying that to take a shot i think anyone that's going to run for president is going to run for president of the entire country so they're not going to come out and say some things that would basically kneecap their campaign before it could start but um yeah maxine the only one out here like i don't give a fuck maxine and john lewis them the only like if i'm going to somebody right now like let me see what the real is that's the two people i'm looking at in politics that'll be like nah fuck that shit this is what's up this is what's up this is why this is important so yeah man like i said it made me nervous that to hear her talk about people that want to kill her and shit but that's her reality and it's either this or stay in the house and she had to cancel like two campaign events in the last like week or so behind some of these threats but i'm glad it's good to know she got that courage and that she not backing down because i know a lot of us ain't got the heart to do all that shit no you know no the average person probably me including myself on certain situations are not willing to die on their morals right you know and and you are taking your life into your own hands with these protests and shit like don't don't get it twisted these motherfuckers will like the other side does have all the guns and talks all the shit all the mass shooters all that shit is them so they just really sitting out here like waiting for the call you know yeah and 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 it's very um frustrating you know she should not have to put her life on the line or some other people should step up and do it too correct but you know i don't see these other motherfuckers doing shit they talk that shit on you know they willing to go to a point and stop which is always this point of well hold up now you're gonna make some white people feel bad and we have to stop talking right now everybody is the fucking elephant in the room you know, that's why I expect 2020 to go the same way. I don't. Oh, yeah. He's going to get elected again if he People say stop talking about 2016. Stop doing. I'm not going to stop talking about it until we stop looking like we're going to do it again. I need motherfuckers to look like they give a fuck beyond just like maybe we can get these white working class people back. You can't get biggest back. They're never coming back. Right. And you're actually repeating yourself. You know, you want me to forget about it. You know what? I, I, I'll move on when you move on for your Confederate flag that's when i'll move on imagine like here's the thing with democratic people right that are like it's just hillary she's a bad candidate we could win if it would be anybody but hillary which i think is bullshit and a lie but okay let's say you're right all right you're right i I don't know what i'm talking about i don't know politics i'm just out here just saying whatever the fuck i think right if hillary would have campaigned like three more times in like michigan wisconsin and philadelphia or pennsylvania uh she would have won okay let's just say that that's the truth and that's all it's supposed to take right okay so then in 2020 the candidate will do the things you think hillary should have done and win that's what you think you know i was with the three guys on 
and decline was saying how like she should have campaigned harder on the supreme court justice choices that he thinks that those would have been issues that would have motivated people to vote more for her here's and, and maybe he's right maybe that's what they can do in 2020 i don't know but let's say for a second as a thought exercise i'm right just think about it for a second let's say that it's really um the voting rights act getting overturned let's say it's really voter suppression let's say it's really the fact that white people are willful bigots and will never come back to the democratic party in no way shape form or fashion let's say that for a second that i'm right and that the only way out of this is that you got to get black and brown voters and people that will vote for you out to the polls you have to motivate them and that you can't run from our issues that you can't just be out here saying like ah let's get let's be a little careful with talking about the police brutality thing you know ixnay on that we might want some white people to to come out and vote for us let's say you you drop all that type of um hemming and hawing and you just get down with the get down which for the most part hillary clinton did by the way which is why i'm like it wasn't her campaign it was literally us as voters we take no responsibility for what we do um so um if i'm right you can do all that other shit that you said a candidate needs to do and also do my shit and we can win i don't know why one predicate why one is somehow like we can do this but not the other you know it's a reason that obama's working on uh other people's like younger democrats campaigns but also voter voter uh voter registration and voter suppression laws it's a reason that that's his number one thing he's doing behind the scenes right now yeah i mean he clearly all motherfuckers think he's smarter than everybody else y'all voted for him i voted for him twice clearly motherfuckers think he knows something but not on this time not no we're still talking about what is do we need to get coal working you know what i mean we're still talking shit that's never coming back right we're still talking about shit like uh tariffs if that's the problem we're talking about immigration as if that's the problem no they voted for the shit because they don't like brown people none of this is bothering these white people that voted for him Mm -mm. he has a higher approval rating now amongst his base i'm sure than when he even took office correct i'm 100 percent sure on that they going you did what you said you was going what i voted you in office for they don't care if the boat go down if they sink last Mm-mm. so yeah it's like maxine waters is a obviously a godsend for what she's doing but it's also super disheartening to watch her be out there alone because who the fuck black women lead except you know when y'all leading then can y'all like be a little quieter and go to the back and let these white people handle it <sighs> anyway mm-hmm. speaking of putting your lives on the line crowd drops to the ground as a lunatic trump protester pulled a gun on a peaceful immigration protest in alabama mm-hmm. yeah they want to intimidate people Mm-hmm. And that's what that's all it boils down to and all this um silent messages that y'all put in the air and hate filled messages that you put in the air and 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 uh whistling at people and shit like that and your racism codes people pick up on that right um he pulled out a gun i saw him holding it in front of him he just started screaming for everybody dropped to the ground uh said ava called where the rallies organized we all dropped to the ground crying 
he was then arrested his name was shane riley silly uh, ryan silly he's 34 uh huntsville teacher um um uh silly was arrested before firing any shots the police pointed out that he was not allowed to have a firearm within the thousand feet of the protest someone with the same name and location as silly has a facebook profile which is full of extremist conservative propaganda yep any one of these nuts so yeah that's why i worry for maxine waters even though as i applaud her bravery who knows you know um let's see um tyler perry calls monique the black oprah and promises comedian i'm gonna find out what money is coming in from precious and i'm gonna send it to you hmm. uh is oprah not black where like like like, like when you went like start call like you got those yeah oprah's black the black is that shade to oprah calling her the black oprah I, I don't know don't don't you work with her don't you got shows on her network dog is that credit to oprah like she's so she's transcended blackness possibility you're saying monique has a black audience so she's like oprah but for only black for black people i because i'm assuming he's saying that oprah's audience is majority white but a lot of black people love oprah he regrets how things between him and monique turned out according to never before her audio from a phone call uh monique husband and them they do stay putting out everybody business that's i do understand what y'all saying now okay in audio perry along with monique and her husband sydney attempt to hash out their differences and address the fallout for the show uh i mean following precious and the audio obtained by rolling out tyler admits that working with monique is like working with the black oprah winfrey he also admits that he feels bad about labor and monique is hard to work with this is why i'm calling you right now i just watched the podcast and the reason i'm calling um yeah because she has her own podcast oh okay all right i guess it's good that he reached out you know i mean he could have saw the podcast and been like fuck you or whatever the fuck um you know and i also appreciate him calling you know it's kind of fucked up to then release that audio to anybody but uh you know mo gonna do her thing um she this one see one of the reasons that kind of sucks is that the reason monique feels the pressure to put all this shit out is because motherfuckers keep calling her a liar right don't know everybody but yet not once has she been proven to be a fucking liar and yet people keep calling her fucking liars it's gotta be maddening that you just keep having evidence like but look though this is exactly what the fuck they said and people are like yeah but you probably lying this time well here's the evidence wow i can't believe you put all your business out there wow you crazy you are crazy but yeah he said this is why i'm calling you right now I just watch the podcast and the reason i'm calling i sat down here and watched it and i'm looking at you and i'm looking at monique and i see pain there and i see hurt i don't want to be a part of anybody anybody being hurt he can tell you i never wanted to look back on pressures or any of that i chalked it up as bad experience and i was ready to move on and move forward he also admitted he owed her more than just apology i'm gonna call you and find out what money is coming in from precious i'm gonna send that to you i'm going to send that over to you whatever it is i'm gonna send it to you i don't want you to feel not one day that you were mistreated or that you were treated unfairly now if that means that that's what i need to do you do that and you take it from a place of love so there you go i guess he uh 
I still feel like people ain't gonna give a fuck. I feel like the jury's already out on how people feel about Monique. Like right, they, either you like her or you don't like it. It wouldn't fucking matter if like Lee Daniels and Tyler Perry and Oprah all came out and was like, we actually were the ones that was wrong and she was right about everything she's ever said about us. It wouldn't matter. People will still be like, it's, I don't care. Right. Um, alright, let's see what else has happened. Michigan! um okays polluter panels to blow i mean in a blow to environmental efforts across the state environmental activists are slamming two controversial two controversial bills signed into law friday by michigan michigan governor rick snyder arguing that they will give polluting companies the ability to undermine state environmental guidelines i mean but like what example in michigan do we even have of like an environmental crisis that would put these people in like such a state of worry karen i mean is there even a like a city that has had problems with i mean i don't know i mean i don't know is there a specific city that hasn't had water in years i mean it couldn't be like just like a city where kids and adults got sick from the very water they're supposed to bathe in and drink it couldn't I don't be that know. breaking out in rashes and shit causing middle conditions and small children nah the two bills signed by snyder will allow for oversight of the michigan department of environmental quality which is meant to serve as a watchdog for environmental issues throughout the state one law establishes an environmental rules review committee staffed by governor appointed voting members representing various sectors including waste management manufacturing fossil fuel companies and agriculture the committee will oversee the deq's process for establishing rules and presumably weld considerable control over how such efforts proceed the second law creates environmental permit review commission which will advise on permits and other applications to be housed within the deq both laws have been dubbed polluter panels um bills based on the leeway they give to industries known for poor environmental practices so basically the polluter the companies that do the polluting will be in charge of what is defined as polluting what is the what determines if you can get a permit somewhere what determines um how you clean it up oh they're getting ready to tear the wastelands up they're getting ready to tear your lakes your rivers your streams up like because they they'll dump that shit fucking anywhere they don't give a fuck you need somebody going clean this shit up clean it up you put it out here clean it up there's proper processes they're gonna start skipping shit they're not gonna follow the rules and regulations because they created them they don't give a fuck right like the people should be in charge of determining what's safe for their people right all of a sudden your air quality is gonna go down and guarantee you a lot of these problems like everything else they're gonna be around the brown people's neighborhoods and around indigenous people's neighborhood and you know and shit Mm -hmm. like that that's where it's gonna be in a statement snyder argued the bills would bolster the deq's ability to make decisions impacting environmental quality in addition to helping transparency these bills enhance opportunities for independent experts to weigh in and provide information that will help ensure new environmental processes meet the highest qualities uh, and safety standards. Mm-mm. Word. Is that what's going to happen? And it's funny when they come out and they actually say the opposite of actually what they're doing. You know, you'd be like, but but that's not what the bill says, dog. Like, I don't, I don't understand well, this. Well, you know what, though? Here's the thing, though. This is how they get away with it it could do what he said but that requires an immense leap of faith in the responsibility of corporations which will not happen no they're about profit it's like how every republican argument hinges on like 
corporate morality and responsibility to the american people and the countries that they're in there's none of that none of that exists you can only make them do shit and most of the time they try to break the law doing that shit just ridiculous man yep (sighs) my reaction is angry sad and disappointed (laughs) i feel you little white girl in addition to that let's keep it in michigan detroit detroit children have no fundamental right to literacy rules a federal judge people thought i was bullshitting y'all within the next 10 years we will have no such thing as uh, public school no it, it will not exist here in our country and a 40 page opinion on friday u.s district judge stephen murphy iii ruled against detroit students who wanted to hold state officials accountable for what their attorney said was systemic failures in teaching literacy the judge acknowledged in his opinion that literacy is damaging the people and society plainly literacy and the opportunity to obtain it is of incalculable importance murphy wrote as plaintiffs pointed out voting practice participating meaningfully in civic life and accessing justice requires some measure of literacy however he argued that the impact of illiteracy does not necessarily make access to literacy a fundamental right i was shocked detroit federation of teachers president ivy bailey told the detroit free press the message that it sends that education is not important and it sends a message that we don't care if you're literate or not they don't they don't we've talked about this on the show before their goal is to strip education because that's the problem when people get educated that's that's the problem when niggas learned to ha- learn how to read how to write became doctors became lawyers they started shaping shit and they actually want to reverse time they want people to go back where they were dumb and illiterate and they could just do shit and people can't be like hey i understand this and the fuck you what the fuck you think you doing like that they, they they hate that so yeah that their whole goal is to have a, a whole another because gen- once one generation is illiterate that's passed down from generation to generation yep and they understand that concept yeah i mean uh, it's it's just wild because um he admitted that it was very damaging to not have literacy like to be illiterate was so damaging to a person in every aspect of society and yet that's not that's not setting those children back from participating in society for them to be illiterate like yeah because a lot and and literacy is the the basement like y'all like literacy isn't the ceiling (laughs) it's the fucking floor man it's the floor it's like saying it's okay for kids to go to school and not get a meal at lunch like you know what i mean like it's that it's it's like saying schools don't need heat or like it's light you know like this is not some like high-minded idealistic like goal like oh man wouldn't it be nice if kids can read everybody should be able to read in a country that's that has the ability to teach who the fuck looks at it's like the voting rights act shit right it's like oh well i don't think you know racism is that big a deal anymore so uh no more voting rights shit then every fucking state is like we're gonna keep niggers from voting every state just sitting around waiting at like waiting like a fucking track athlete for the pistol to shoot 
when it comes to oppression they were all waiting like yes. pow oh take off in the 40 in south carolina in south carolina pulling the lead mm-hmm. oh here comes north carolina north carolina is taking out oh early spring. oh i know what they're like 25 35 45 can i get a 55 right. 55 65 75 85 oh can i get 100 up 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 get somebody give me a 200 that is an auction but sure. it's the fucking same thing the numbers keep going up how many people can you oppress the number fucking skyrockets that i'll allow it thank um, you <laughs> but the, the point the thing the point being that uh <laughs> i'm sorry that's just funny uh the point being that these motherfuckers are they're always like taking shit for granted like really is literacy that bad yes it's that bad if you have to ask yes absolutely everybody should be literate everybody should have that right you should be teaching kids to read i guess i don't know maybe we'll see all right let's see what else we gotta do here um um uh, actually let me check to see what fucking what black people are looking like okay i'm pr- i know it's probably some shit in there um oh yeah 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 okay i do want to do it today hold on okay <clears throat> just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fuck with the we assign points scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 because we are black and we feel fuck with sometimes today's contestants everybody everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us now um here's one morning while black a priest calls the cops on black funeral goers tells them to get the hell out of church where did this happen at uh maryland it was a home going service in maryland had a black family removed from the church the servant of god even kicked the dead body out of the funeral proving once again there's no sanctuary when it comes to racism yeah and you know uh it's one of them things where even within our own race it kills me when people talk about race and racism because everybody everybody only want to act like that shit happened in the deep south y'all know white folks is everywhere so as long as there's white folks there's fucking racism yeah there's a white person that kicked them out called the police on them um aside from the fact that she was no longer alive agnes hicks charlotte hall maryland mass was going along perfectly fine on tuesday until an attendee of the funeral went in for a hug and accidentally knocked over a chalice at saint mary's catholic church angering the pastor michael Brees. there will be no funeral no repast everyone get the hell out of my church oh a man of god even what how you a man of god you say that why did you even accept it because it's not in the pause button show i'm sorry go ahead karen mm, i'm gonna sound like you didn't want to do the shit in the first place you, they probably paid you you probably took their money say no let mm-hmm. them go somewhere else guarantee you that's what happened because for you to actually flip the switch that quick you didn't want to do this yeah you never wanted them in there right like for it to be a one strike law like just tell them no and they would have been more than happy to have it somewhere else you niggers are fucking up my church you take your dead body and you get the hell out of here okay buddy 
This is the new Ms. Hicks's obituary. This was for her viewing and funeral that was held here inside this church Tuesday morning. Hundreds of people showed up to pay their respects, but it all ended abruptly when someone knocked over and damaged the church's sacred cup, also known as a chalice. A cell phone records a chaotic scene from the church pews as an argument between the pastor and family laying their loved one to rest escalates while the body of 54-year-old Agnes Hicks lays in her casket right nearby. A short time later, the family is seen carrying out her casket to leave with shocked attendees and police cars in the parking lot. This was uncalled for, yeah. uncalled for mm -hmm. at that church. And it really hurt me, yeah. really do. To see your loved one come there to rest and be shut down like that. Hicks's family is still traumatized over what happened. They say Agnes Hicks was baptized as a young girl at St. Mary's Catholic Church in Charlotte Hall, and it's where she had always wanted her funeral. But things got ugly at her viewing with Pastor Michael Breezy. This is a photo of him from the church's website. When family says someone went in for a hug and accidentally knocked over the church's sacred chalice near the altar. That's when all hell broke loose. He literally got on the mic and said there will be no funeral, there will be no mass, mm -hmm. no repast, yes. everyone get the hell out of my church. He was disrespectful. He disrespected our family. He disrespected my mother. He called my mother a thing. Yes. He said, get this thing out of my church. Everyone what? get the hell out of my church. Yes. It was very sad. It was very sad. Yes. And I never seen any like anything like that before. Family says the pastor then called police. Bad enough we had to bury our own mother yesterday. But for you to say she's a thing and it will be no funeral. You you're not a preacher. You're not a pastor. You're 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 not a you're not a father of the uh, of Lord. Yeah, you're yeah. you're not none of that. Acting like that, you're not. You're the devil. When officers arrived, they determined the family was not in the wrong and escorted them to a funeral home out of the county, where another pastor performed their funeral service. Meanwhile, the Archdiocese of Washington has issued an apology to the family that reads in part, quote. What occurred at St. Mary's Parish does not reflect the Catholic Church's fundamental calling to respect, nor does that incident represent the pastoral approach the priests of the Archdiocese of Washington commit to undertake every day in their ministry. My mom is supposed to have a great just funeral, mm -hmm. and all this came up, and now I'm, I'm so traumatized about it. I'm going to keep thinking about this every day. Like, yeah. I can't never forget this day. The Archdiocese adds that they are taking this matter very seriously, and it is still under review. Father Breezy is also expected to make a formal apology to the family. Oh, you can save that apology. I don't know what that's supposed to do. I ain't supposed to do a goddamn thing. I don't know <laughs> what he think. What he think that was supposed to do? That was you, homeboy. Right. Like at 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 the end of the day, it's one of those things where uh, should you be preaching? Who are you preaching to? Right. You know. You I, you know, like I said, you know, uh, the when shit like that happened, it it's it's very traumatizing to everybody, and they had to literally move it to another location. Yeah, now I do understand because black funerals can be fucking. They can be a lot. Yeah, all people like jumping on the casket. Tall Lord, take me with a Lord. It's too soon. Why? Oh Lord, not me. You know, you got the secret of the family showing up. Uh, and it's a mass. It's a Catholic church, so they probably not even used to that kind of shit. Uh, you know, they not. You know, I'm sure when the choir started singing, they was like, "What song is this right here? I never heard this shit." 
Then he came. Stop it right now! This is stupid! This is absolutely ridiculous! Get! Get out of here! We are adults, and this is ridiculous! Cut the crap! That's, a, that's how he came out of his office in the back when that shit hit the ground. He heard that chalice ding a ding a ding. He was like, what the fuck is that? Right. Um, but Something that they could have replaced. You could have, I'm not trying to find it. You probably could have just charged them for it. I mean, it wasn't that important. Bought another one. Shit. Why'd you call her dead black body a thing? Right. Because you don't respect any of them black people that showed up. Racist piece of shit. How racist you gotta be? Right. Uh, zero to a hundred. Oh, he get a, a a 300, one for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Ha! He gets 100. Um, Waka Flocka on Jay-Z's um, song Talk Up, uh, well, no, his verse on Talk Up, which is a song on, I think, Drake's album, Scorpion. Um, and uh, he Jay has a line on there where he talks about... Um, george zimmerman and uh xx tentation okay um uh making a, a point um i don't know why this article won't load what the fuck is going on with your site complex <sighs> black people sites what's wrong with us <laughs> i know we need to add revenue but i shit should load i don't know why it's taking so long um i try reloading it maybe if not i might have to look this up myself Never thought I had to put in the words Waka Flocka, Jay Z. Controversy. You know I don't know nothing about this. Before. Um, yeah, I, I would just tell you the, Oh, okay, I found it. Alright, it's coming up. In a tweet that appears to have been deleted, uh, because everybody told him what it means. Anyway, Waka Flocka wrote that he respects Jay Z, but his verse on Drake's Talk It Up, referencing XXX Tentation's death and george zimmerman the man who killed trayvon martin was uncalled for he argues that since jay z has way more coins and connections than other rappers he could have gotten the job done but blames the ungodly you what he's talking about is jay-z rap i got your president tweeting i won't even meet with him y'all killed x let zimmerman live the streets is done so essentially saying um black men killed xxx temptation in black on black crime you know whatever and this is in the same florida where george zimmerman has just been running around wilding out living his life after killing trayvon martin and he's like you know if you're gonna be out here killing somebody then you know kill zimmerman now obviously it's uh more it's kind of complicated because you're basically saying like x should not have died or if he is gonna be dead then why is Zimmerman dead like you know making it seem as if X is almost like some and I guess in the relation to the crime that actually happened like X died on some uh unrelated shit which is you know that whole thing is in a microcosm of fuckery because like people have been blaming the woman that he abused and harassing her she had nothing to do with him dying nope people been blaming kids for feeling bad about somebody dying which i didn't know when we decided like you don't have to feel bad that someone dies mm-hmm. i don't know when we decided no one can feel bad that someone died right. that's weird or everybody has to feel bad that someone died yeah like all that shit in between is just weird but yeah um 
Waka Flocka, uh, basically, um, has decided to champion XX Tentation. I guess somebody explained to him that that line wasn't disintentation, mm-hmm. and then he's let, he deleted the tweet, maybe. Cause then he tweeted after that, X died off of pure hate and jealousy. Nothing more, nothing less. Ha- hashtag long live XXX. So, I guess he was, basically, he, he probably misunderstood the line, which makes sense, cause he, is a person that uh doesn't think slavery existed i remember him saying so oh it's not a very smart person uh he also claims not to be black but then he got offended right now by anyway uh zero to 100 can zero yeah i also give a zero i'm not bothered by anything that happened Mm -mm. in that situation as Mm -mm. far as my blackness is concerned um so i'll just leave it at that um let's see what else um oh i know what i want the reason i even did this section (laughs) uh so as an update to an article we already covered there was um that uh pool paula lady that um pool patrol paula who um uh assaulted a black teen at a pool Mm-hmm. and called and the police were called and all this stuff yeah she bit the police officers on that shit right yeah okay mm-hmm. she herself has been fired from her job um rodan and fields is what the company is called uh it's a skincare company she has been fired for harassing those that black kid i love this song there's no better feeling no better feeling than a racist person getting that comeuppance and a lack of a check mm. how you gonna make the rent this month guess you have to see if they accept some white privilege in currency you could have left that baby alone did it to yourself could have just sat there on your pool tube or whatever the fuck you were doing sun with some of your skincare products i mean looking at your mug shot you should have been fired for just not using the products alone okay but no you decide to go ahead and do this okay authorities say stephanie sevy strimple a white south carolina woman was charged with third degree assault after hitting a 15 year old boy in the face and chest during the encounter at a pool june 24th in somerville south carolina that's right Ooh, she was deep in that because somerville is in the middle of nowhere that's deep in south carolina stephanie sevy strimple of somerville south carolina According to Dorchester County Sheriff's Office incident report, she was also charged with resisting arrest after allegedly biting a sheriff's de- detective and pushing another man into a wall 
when she when they tried to arrest her she also called the boy a punk and used racial slurs and said he didn't belong at the community pool even though he had been invited there by a family friend who lived in the neighborhood uh she could not be reached by phone hmm, i wonder why oh yeah uh, no idea karen but i'm always i always love to hear this story that's Me all too. i never that's get tired all. of it never get tired of this tune mm-hmm. so uh you know between her and permit patty come on i mean it's been a pretty good pretty good week of people getting immediate karma could have left that baby alone leave people alone mm-hmm uh so um yeah zero for me okay same zero all right let's move on let's move on let's do some so you got like 20 minutes left what should we do what do you want to do white people news guess the race take out the trash no no i don't want to do no take out the trash okay i don't want to take out the trash all right uh guess we could do could we do white people news and guess the race what both of them i said one. Oh, one. i get to pick one. Ah. Oh. yeah it wouldn't be picking if you couldn't yeah you gotta pick one oh. white people news to take out the trash or, or guess the race or take out the trash you know what y'all i'm I'm sorry chat room i'm gonna go with the white people news i need we need to lighten this shit up all right karen's choosing to go with white people news uh so you guys know what that means y'all get to hear we got one it of up, the y'all. hits as only the white man can do it because <laughs> only the caucasians can do it adding a little uh flavor in your ear okay with a guitar mm-hmm. or taking a little flavor off of it oh, can we see it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper heavy deep in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Oh, and yeah. and hold up, hold up. When I had the red and black lumberjack. Oh, you did a groove. Remember rapping due to hard to hard. You never Come on, Hank Hill. Take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight. Bobby. <laughs> Blow up like the world trade. Oh, blow up like the propane. Ah, yes! Pizza Ron G, Brucey B, Kid Capri, Funk Master Flex, Love Dog Star Ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call the crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. And if you don't know, now you know, Bobby. You know very well who you are. Don't let them hold you down. Reach for the stars. You had a blow, but not too many. Cause you're the only one. I'm giving good and plenty. I don't know about this part right here. He I made the change from a comment. There we go. To up close and personal with Robin Leach. And I'm far from cheap. Smoke stunk with my peeps all day. Spread Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way. Brooklyn, Wyoming. They keep me pissy. Girls, they miss me. Now they're running letters because they miss me. Uh huh. Brooklyn, not a hoe. 
I was too used to packing gas and stuff. Now hunters play me close, like butter play close. From the Mississippi down to the East Coast, condos and queens and dope weeks. Sold out seats and hear big and small speech. Living life without fear, putting five carrots in my baby girl ear. Lunches, brunches, interviews by the pool. Considered a fool, cause I dropped out of high school. Stereotypes of a black man. Misunderstood. And it's still all good. Still, nigga, hold up, what? <laughs> Thank you, what you doing? Oh, you was doing so good. That's enough of you. You had to, you had to take it to the end word, guys. He was almost, he was almost at the cookout. Almost. I was ready to give up these tickets. Mm-mm. I was so, I was like, mm, oh, they'd have been tickets. revoked anyway. Anything, Who gonna bring the propane and the propane accessories? Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna be out there grilling without no folk aid? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know niggas like charcoal. I know. I know. I ain't mess no propane. I ain't trying to blow shit up. <laughs> you know, honey, niggas don't like no propane, honey. They'll get offended. Niggas do be pretending not to understand that propane. I don't know why. Right? <laughs> I mean, if it's a barbecue, it's a barbecue in my mind, but you know. Well, that's the truth, though. They be pretending not honey, to know. Niggas be like, no, I'm gonna sit here and wait 45 minutes for this charcoal to heat up. He be like, come on now. Ain't nobody got all this time. Just hit the button and poof. And be mad we get that two weeks later. Okay? Come, come on. We, me, we the two niggas that show up two hours late. Anyway, I got to do that child's man real quick. Kids in exchange for deportation. Detained migrants say they were told they could get their kids back on the way out of the U.S. Hmm. So basically took the kids hostage. Correct. Congress quietly passed the largest roadblock of Wall Street regulations since the financial crisis. Both sides are the same. Drain the stomp. Um, two sides of the same coin. You know, that shit. Uh, former Trump aide apologizes for his cotton picking remark. Did he say nanny? Cotton picking nanny, you know those those words normally go off. No, it's just cotton picking. You thinking of picking nanny, which is a totally different okay uh, word. Totally, uh, my bad, my bad. It's okay. To- to- totally different racial slang. My bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Apparently, um, he uh was he represents Maryland in the Republican National Committee. His name is David Bossy, and uh not to be confused with our friend Bossy. Uh, he made the comment to Joel Payne, a black Democratic strategist. He told him he was out of his cotton picking mind. He later apologized on Twitter. He said he would be more careful in the future. The owner of Red Hand explained why she kicked Sarah Huckabee Sanders out, and you can save it, sis. We get you. We agree. Uh, Megyn Kelly lectures America on uncivil protests against Republicans. Paul Ryan hasn't done anything wrong. Uh, y'all really bet the farm on her? ABC or whichever one, NBC? Mm-hmm. Y'all really thought this was the person? Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna have to pay all her contract, even if y'all don't do her to pay number to be a wife. Y'all probably gonna have to to be like, you know, what, just cancel the show, just pay, just just pay a lump sum and fuck it. She got that Carmelo Anthony contract on y'all niggas. What? She gonna be like that baseball player? They pay a million dollars once a year. There's a dude that Fox News. He's a reporter, and he stood outside the Redhead restaurant on the day it was closed, just to deliver live reports. Why? Melania Trump tries to visit the kids again after she botched that I really don't care message. I don't care about her trying to come back. How about that? Mm-hmm. Did she wear a shirt that said psych this time? Like, what was the, like, how? Um, stop me if you've heard this one before, Karen. Okay. Uh, this may be shocking news, but, um, as an exclusive, uh, 
uh, exclusive cnn got a uh, word that trump has an appoint- appointee that uh gutted the u.n document on racism it says leaders don't have a duty to condemn hate speech mm-hmm. everybody has shocking yeah. no no couldn't believe it uh the white house is scrambling to find out why trump called back a prankster from air force one because he's stupid yeah saved your click he dumb. He shouldn't be president. A oh, oh, somebody, he, somebody prank called this nigga and he called them back as the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. That was a thing that happened. Now to white people news, okay? Shark drags a woman into a into crocodile infested waters in Australia. Oh! Crikey. Is that how you what said What y'all doing over there, Wanga? Mm-hmm. Put another tourist on the barbie i Apparently guess apparently so that's what them sharks and alligators were saying she must have been out of her cotton picking mind okay man um yeah uh once in a lifetime trip in may for a woman in australia turned uh quickly turned into a heroin experience when she suffered a bite while feeding a shark which then dragged her into the water melissa burning 34 was on a oh, yacht he was feeding them this is the second white woman i've seen try to feed sharks by hand and get, and it did not go well it's a motherfucking shark yeah let me tell you something about feeding sharks by hand your hand is part of the meal motherfucker everybody know that's how sharks work right you what it's like feeding a fucking horse that's like that's like feeding a fucking hamburger on top of a hamburger you see what i'm saying like it's like if you had hands made of like something edible it's like you had hands made of bread and you tried to serve me meat with tomato mayonnaise lettuce and cheese on top between both of your sandwich bread hands like nigga that's just the meal now i mean everything in there well like how is that possible that you were that dumb and and y'all were randomly doing this off a side of a fucking yacht you know i blame for this shit that motherfucking uh discovery channel man all that pro shark propaganda now i don't care if it's right but whenever they run those disclaimers like Shark Week, like they're more scared of us than we're scared of them. Sharks mm, gotta be nice to sharks. You got white people out here believing that shit. That shark agenda. Getting ate. Getting ate the fuck up. Stop fucking with sharks. Right, come on. They not friends. They not pets. They don't want to hang out. They fucking eating machines. They can't even sit still. They. <laughs> what? Uh yeah anyway she tried to hand feed up the four tawny nurse sharks swimming around the boat um she told the west australian that she didn't realize she shouldn't hand feed a shark until the animal became like a hoover sucking her right index finger into his mouth full of rows of razor sharp teeth i didn't oh. know i couldn't hand feed a fucking shark yeah cause, yeah because white people think everything is a goddamn pet everything is a pet everything you think you a disney princess motherfucker animals just (laughs) want to kick it with you oh god oh you deserve it you deserve to be eaten okay who would your finger in of course who would your finger in i'm honestly rooting for the shark and i this is actually now a tragedy that it didn't get to eat you (laughs) i think the shark was in shark i think the shark was in shock as much as i was the only way i can describe it is this immense pressure and it felt like it was shredding off the bone i came up i was like i've lost my finger my finger's gone the shark also pulled her into the water which is inhabited by saltwater crocodiles that can grow up to 20 feet long 
23 feet long and weigh more than a ton of course australia home of the saltwater crocodile of course (laughs) (laughs) the entire harrowing encounter was captured on video which shows her screaming she's dragged to the water for the boat and crew her friends pull her out nurse sharks are bottom dwellers they are mostly harmless to humans until you try to put your fucking hand in their mouth which is i mean they're 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 still harmless to smart humans yeah i'd I'd have been like oh okay and we'd have fucking thrown it on past them bitches if you handing out appetizers at a party you can't be mad i took a cup off the tray uh their strong jaws are filled with tiny thousands of tiny serrated teeth (laughs) they will bite and act defensive if they are stepped on or bothered by divers who assume they're docile uh she sustained cuts a fractured torn ligament and a bad infection from the bite but she did not lose the finger good god she said the incident was completely my fault just a blind doing a stupid thing that's the first honest thing in this article uh it's not the shark's fault could have been a lot worse she told the paper i'm not a shark victim i have full respect for sharks i think they're incredible i've always had the opinion that when you're in the water they're the top of the food chain it's their domain I must forgot for a second. Yeah, I'm about to say that. That's not true. If you respected the shark, you'd have left this ass out there and be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you do your shark thing." Right. Um, exposure to feces sends 33 people to the hospital following a potluck party in an East Charlotte neighborhood. Ah. Oh. Right. Somebody watched the help. Hmm. Obviously, somebody didn't wash their hands. Hmm um yeah i mean this is the second food story in local charlotte wash your hands people i mean were roaches dead in various stages of life as well apparently so according to mecklenburg health department exposure to feces at a birthday potluck in the east charlotte neighborhood since 33 people to the hospital over the weekend the health department said in a press release monday that 18 of those patients were admitted medic response responded to multiple calls to uh four seasons laying in east charlotte upon arrival paramedics responded to over a dozen complaints of general illness symptoms and later transported 33 to charlotte area hospitals according to the health director shigella is to be blamed for the outbreak the health director is urging that uh those who took home food for the potluck not eat it the health director is also urging proper hand washing what <laughs> they all felt the symptoms immediately and because somebody didn't wash their hands or did someone intentionally put shit in the food because what are the odds of all of everyone getting sick at the same time and it really just being like i didn't know i just had shit all over my hands i'm sorry guys my bad according to the health director at least 33 people were transported to novi health this weekend with some patients in intensive care according to you intensive care two of three uh in intensive care are children the diary is severe and could go on for days we want to get everyone tested we worry about people getting dehydrated man fuck and it's not related to the hepatitis a outbreak at hardy's yeah i heard about that one it was going on in our city it's the one near the airport Uh, what happened they said an employee uh was sick and came to work for Mm -hmm. like two or three days and then they went to the uh, doctor. When they went to the doctor, they realized they had hepatitis A. And so then they had to go back and uh, tell the uh, restaurant to uh, get in contact. I think they said like 4,000 people had passed through during that period of time. And they was uh, actually over the weekend, they actually uh, opened up where people could go get like their shots. But they was like the people that like traveled through and stopped and was went to other places. They said they don't know about them people. They were saying they were just trying to get 
as many people as they possibly could. And so they did spread it out to like other places. They were like, hey, you know, if you visited this particular Hardee's. Well, you know what that means. Breaking news. Breaking news. We have important breaking news tonight. What didn't happen? White people, I hope you are sitting down for this very special breaking news. It oh, is shit. Traumatizing. If you have loved ones, uh, hold them near. If you have children, you may want them to leave the room for this next portion of the podcast. Oh, shit. What didn't happen? America has a 1.39 billion pound cheese surplus. Surplus? Surplus. That's right. What's happening? We are at one. We are at one hundred percent cheese capacity. White people have created too much cheese. They couldn't fun do their way out of it. Now I don't know if this means they're about to start eating more cheese or what. But there's one point three nine billion pounds of cheese. Um, that is stockpiled. It's the largest amount of cheese in a hundred years since the agricultural department started documenting that stuff. It's a credible amount of cheese, up sixteen percent since twenty sixteen and six percent since last year this could be the cheese apocalypse i don't know <laughs> some happening you know uh apparently it's because processors have too much milk on their hands milk production is way up but consumers are drinking way less milk so what do you do when you have a lot of milk you turn it into cheese mm. so now we have too much cheese instead of too much milk because white people have demanded i mean it's, i guess it's like gold like we stockpile wealth in this country and we stockpile cheese that, that's, that's true and now, I, there will never be a chicken surplus because black people love chicken come apparently. on never and be a chicken surplus america would never do that so Mm-mm. these disgusting cheese eaters guys i tell you yeah people start doing like the almond milk and the rice milk and the soy milk and yeah I feel like we can do some more white people news, but I need to go to the next segment to do that. All right, let's do it. Let me uh, get everybody back on screen. I'm gonna bring us back, guys. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. I, I maybe it's just me. Coming, I like milk, mm-hmm. like regular cow milk, like that other. I but you cry. drink lactate. Hmm. Yeah, it's still milk. Is it though? Mm-hmm. They just take the lactate out of it, but it's the lactose, like, out of it? lactate, lactose out of it. Oh, if you say so, you looked that up. You know that for a fact. From my understanding, I mean, okay. it's still cow's milk. All right. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I have honestly tried, and I'm like, oh, this shit overpowers the cereal. And ugh. Mm, I like almond milk. Uh, soy milk was cool, um, I, but I prefer almond milk right now. But I don't think I was ever that big a milk fan. Yeah, may, maybe I haven't found the right quote-unquote brand of one of the alternative milks mm-hmm. but uh i have tried <clears throat> and i'm like nope yep uh all right more in white people news because i think we've milked enough out of that story <laughs> all right sorry guys i know that pun was cheesy <laughs> um all right let's see what else we got here uh, uh malo yogurt i mean milton yogurt topolis is back in the news remember that guy the dude that had a book that was terrible 
mm-hmm. the 18 level last name yes yeah he's back in the news because he um told uh he said he hoped journalists are murdered right before a dude shot up uh the uh, a, a journal a, a news station a newspaper um he's of course came back and said he was just trolling so you know how you can like call for murder of people but it's just a joke if you white i guess meanwhile we have covered articles on here where like a one nigga that had four followers on facebook said like i hope the police get shot or something and the police literally had to come in to bring them into the station if you say like i hate white people white people need to die uh you are definitely going to jail like they're gonna at least come interview you this dude really got to say that with the platform he has and after motherfuckers get shot uh, i'm just joking guys <laughs> funny all right let's uh do some other white people news uh how about this um megan um markle and oh, bring the screen back on i'm going to i am working on it in the background because i'm a professional care thank you uh megan markle and serena williams have been kicking it okay uh matter of fact serena williams had a press conference she was supposed to do this weekend and she actually delayed it so she can go kick it with megan because they are actually real life friends that's what you do yeah it's cool that they friends like that you know it wasn't just for the wedding yeah after uh she probably delayed it too because uh the uh tennis people like to show up at her house unannounced for a drug test megan and serena williams joined the polo set the duchess of sussex is joined by tennis legend and her tech tycoon husband to watch harry and prince william play in a charity polo match oh last time prince harry was at the audi polo challenge all eyes were on his then girlfriend megan markle but today the duchess of sussex made a subtle entrance as she arrived in ascot berkshire to cheer on her husband the royal newlyweds were also accompanied by their good friend serena williams and her husband alexis ohanian both uh, who both attended the royal wedding at windsor castle in may um and there's pictures megan in a dress with a nice car uh there's uh alexis and serena and megan um they uh ooh, they got that thing from the back for serena thank you cameraman appreciate you doing his job uh the duke of sussex delighted polo fans for the second day on the trot as he wowed spectators alongside his brother he and prince william enjoyed the some brotherly bonding as they took to the turf of the Calworth Park Polo Club. Prince Harry's appearance today comes after he thrilled sports fans at a charity match in Oxfordshire West yesterday. Harry has been uh, was seen squatting in his riding helmet following on from yesterday when he made a surprise appearance at British Polo Day in Henley on Thames, Oxfordshire. Um <laughs> Friday's event which saw Prince Harry and the US-based Villiente team take on the UAE Rays two hundred thousand pounds for the royal foundation and centabel uh two charities of which he is a patron so he's just out here helping spread the word for pair for uh for um charity and that's him on horse uh playing polo i guess is what this is or I'm something assuming so i i have you know i don't know i don't know the rules of this it's very white very white mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know how you score or win in polo. Me either. I just thought it was by wearing those shirts. Duh! 
the night before harry was joined by megan 36 at an engagement with the queen but his wife chose to sit out the day at polo the prince appeared in good spirits as he showed off his skills on the field alongside leading men's polos player adolfo cambiasso and women's star nina clarkin so good for everybody glass serena got to hang out uh megan got to kick it you know harry got to play in front of the greatest tennis player of all time yeah i mean you know who knows the kind of things they talk about when they get together just swirly stuff just i assume woke swirly delicious stuff oh priyanka chopra stuns in a red sorry as she puts on a loved up display with Bo nick jonas at a pals engagement patch in mumbai oh shit mm-hmm so we know that uh nick jonas and priyanka have been uh dating for quite some time mm-hmm. things appear to be getting serious i think last time we covered uh they officially like announced that they were dating via his instagram mm-hmm. and uh now they're going to other people's engagement parties okay you know that's when things start getting serious start attending stuff like weddings and shit together mm uh they went public with their relationship earlier this week and priyanka chopra looked in the throes of love as she attended her friend akash ambani uh pre-engagement bash with her with her boyfriend nick jonas 25 in mumbai on thursday she better wear that dress she wear everything the bollywood actress 35 looked every inch the leading lady in a glimmering red sorry with nick looking dapper in a tailored navy suit um who is that dude behind you? Right? Okay. What's he looking at? That's what I'm trying to, where he is standing. Oh, it's like he closing the door to the, um, oh, to the limo. Okay, cause he is looking hard. The way his reflection is in the limo though, for a second I thought he was giving a silent five to a black man, like, look at that ass though. Like it was some black, some just unseen black man back there like, dap, you see it too. Uh, Priyanka, stu- Priyanka, uh, stunned in the striking gown, which featured a red slat, a red sash layered atop a gold bead encrusted bustier. Uh, she styled her raven locks in sleek curls and complimented her glamorous look with blush swept cheeks and a slick of rouge lipstick. The Bollywood star couldn't hide her delight at introducing her boyfriend to pals as she flashed a smile while they headed into the event hand in hand. Um, oh, there she is looking back like, hey, y'all. Oh, look at me and Nick. I know. About to tear this young dick up. Okay. Wait till I get him in here. Um, uh, Nick cut a dapper figure in navy, a navy suit and crisp white shirt as a gracie engagement function at Akasha Bani, I mean, of Akasha Bani and Bollywood star Shioka Mehta. Um, earlier this week, they made their relationship Instagram official after months of swirling rumors. The Quantico actress who hails from Jamshedpur, Jamshedpur, Jharkhand, okay, India, uh, shared a shot of the entertainer alongside her sibling writing, My Favorite Men, uh, accompanied by an emoji of lorn, lo- love lorn heart eyes. I don't know why these pictures are taking so long to load on y'all. I'm sorry. No problem. Let's see what I can, I don't even know how to speed this up actually. Um, the Baywatch Beauty and Jonas have been vacationing in South Asian country where Nick was, uh, state, uh, stated to meet Chopper's mother. Ooh, we met the mama? Oh, that's what you know. Okay, Nick. Okay, Nick. I see you. 
um the bollywood beauty and the crew are very happy in their relationship and things are getting serious the source told the publication nick who shot the fame uh with his brothers kevin and uh joe as the jonas brothers singing group has been equally enthusiastic about sharing his new romance with the unicef goodwill ambassador via social media and a clip he shared on his instagram stories last week he wrote her with a heart emoji showing off a shot of a beaming chopra during their international travels oh and here go the pictures of them getting out the car oh look how they look at each other's eyes oh i mean look they both find in a motherfucker man i feel them like they both winning they're like no you winning no i no you winning right no i'm winning i'm winning ah good it's good to see people in love it is good to see some happy news and days like the day shout out to white people news this is what they care about all right even though neither of them is white they are firmly in white people news mm-hmm. y'all know it um let's see um who else what are the white people do i care about oh here's this story is crazy uh there's a journalist who revealed that he faked his own death to thwart the uh, moscow plot what a russian journalist fooled the world media by staging his murder in an elaborate scheme with the ukraine like was you trying to escape something i mean trying to escape death yeah he's like oh i'm gonna fake my death so i can get the fuck out of here arkady babchenko the russian journalist whose murder was dramatically announced by the ukraine on tuesday emerged very much alive on wednesday and said he had faked his own death in order to thwart a plot by moscow to kill him smiling and looking a little sheepish babchenko appeared before a surreal press conference held by ukraine's sbu secret service he apologized to his wife for the nightmare he had caused her but said there had been no alternative to playing at, at being dead alexa i'm sorry but there was no, op- no options here he declared i'm sorry for making you live through this i buried my own friends and colleagues many times myself ukrainian officials announced on tuesday that Bobchenko, a veteran war correspondent had been shot three times in the back as he left his apartment in the capital kiev to buy bread his wife discovered him lying in a puddle of blood and Bobchenko died in the ambulance on the way to the hospital they said ukraine's prime minister vladimir uh groisman uh prompted promptly blamed the kremlin for his death and suggested that he had been targeted because of his professional work to complete the picture the authorities released a sketch of the likely assassin and revealed a bearded middle-aged man wearing a baseball cap on wednesday bob chinko revealed that there was a, this was an elaborate special operation a hoax in fact it certainly fooled the world's media which reported his death prominently and prompted friends and colleagues to shower him with posthumous tributes at the time when he came back from the dead writers were busy crafting his obituary i guess it's a good way to find out what your friends really thought about you you know correct and who faked it like who when you die was like my man but secretly you know they've been hating you since like five years ago and shit uh the news that bob chinko was alive uh bab chinko was alive and decided a reporter prompted gasp from journalists at the press conference speaking in russian for which he apologized bob chinko said ukraine's sbu had learned of a serious plan to kill him with it with two months ago oh kill him two months ago and warned him about it one month ago so maybe it's like commissioner gordon in the dark knight right uh the plot originated in moscow and from government security services he said they the sbu showed me evidence and i understood that it was coming from russia probably from state security apparatus they suggested i take part in a sting operation 
his apparent killers have been provided with his passport photo and official details he said hinting this was proof of russian state conspiracy the sting operation had its bizarre denouement on tuesday night when his death was announced i did my job and i'm still alive he said expressing thanks to the ukraine special services for saving my life damn i wonder what happened to the killers i mean did they catch them i don't see nothing in the article about that mm. um maybe they can't tell us they caught them i'm scrolling and i don't see nothing huh anyway that's some white people shit yes that is faking your death who play like that but i'd be safe they go oh he alive Mm-hmm. hillary duff is pregnant the actress is expecting a little princess with her boyfriend matthew coma oh that's right he put it in a coma put it to sleep and now they got a baby you know what i'm saying <laughs> be pussy up like fight night uh <laughs> but yeah she the singer and actress announced on instagram friday that she and her boyfriend matthew coma are expecting their first child together a daughter guess what guys at matthew coma and i made a little princess on our own of our own and he couldn't be more excited she catching a photo of herself at coma sharing a sweet smooch while the mom-to-be wears a long maxi dress that shows off a hint of a baby bump wrote coma on a share of the same photo we made a baby girl she will be as beautiful and sweet as her mother at hillary duff another incredible chapter begins hillary whose post caption is likely referring to sister Haley duff who welcomed her second daughter lulu gray on tuesday is also a mom of son luca cruz six whom she welcomed to march uh, in march 2012 with ex-husband mike comrie uh hillary 30 confirmed that she and coma were back together in december and the duo dated for a few months before breaking things off in march it's going so great um she said of their relationship on the talk confirming that it's the third time that we've dated adding time to such a big deal third time's a charm so sometimes it takes three times karen it was something that they were liking yep in september the younger star began dropping hints that she and 31 year old songers i mean singer songwriter were back together sharing polaroids herself strumming a guitar and blowing out candles on her birthday cake polaroids what i think that you have history uh passed with someone in love and just because it doesn't work the first time the second time as long as there's not too much damage done then it can always work out again she opened up the red book in march 2017 about the potential of adding to her family admitting that she got no the fact that i'm not going to be i'm not going to have a baby that's close in age said luca uh to luca she said okay it sucked that when everyone would be like when are you having another and the actress with divorce who's divorced from former professional hockey player comedy was finalized in 2016 i'd be like do you know what's happening right now i'm not having another i'm cherishing the now she continued joking on what the future could hold besides watch i'll probably get some evil spawn of hillary the next time around what does that mean Mm-hmm. evil spawn of hillary duff i don't know maybe a role she played or something oh so she trying to say i think she's trying to say like you know how they say you'll get a child version of yourself as your punishment ah. so like, i'll probably get uh, another me as a as like that'll be my baby is just basically what i how i was when i was a kid <laughs> like a joke about her the bad kid so anyway good luck to all those white folks good luck thank you for brightening our day really yes it's the reason we do the things we do i clear it is ain't it mm-hmm. 
prosecutor blood on samurai sword ties a man to a woman's beheading oh uh, okay mm-hmm. blood stains found on a samurai sword has led to murder charges against a washington man who's accused of beheading a woman and then abandoning her stolen car on the side of interstate 5 near eureka in february oh my the allen county prosecuting attorney's office in coopville washington had been waiting nearly four months for the washington state patrol crime lab to provide results of forensic testing on the sword which was found in the trunk of stolen of a stolen 1998 honda on wednesday the lab reports uh showed dried blood on the sword's blade belonging to a murder victim Catherine Catherine cunningham uh while dna on the hilt matched the suspect 33 year old jacob gonzalez allen county uh county sheriff's investigators have been find uh trying to find gonzalez since early may and he still has a one million dollar nationwide warrant out for his arrest oh previously gonzalez was considered a person of interest in the case and initially was charged with vehicle theft and firearm violations the lab results resulted in fresh charges of domestic violence murder in the second degree while armed with a deadly weapon those lab results indicate mr cunningham's blood was on the blade of the sword and mr gonzalez's dna was on the hilt oh, oh miss cunningham okay you yeah. did that mm-hmm. based on those results we amended the charges allen county sheriff's detective ed wallace said friday he believes gonzalez may be hiding in either los banos area or in merced county where he has ties gonzalez is hispanic stands five feet nine inches weighs 150 pounds of black hair and hazel eyes officials speculate he could have shaved his head uh, and face uh and face to conceal his identity wallace said tips on gonzalez's whereabouts have been trickling in since early march and he hopes to renew publicity about his charges will result in more leads they received some tips from merced county uh residents and or maybe it's Merced county anyway and one person from northern california called his office shortly after the car was abandoned to say they may have seen the man wallace said it's important for people to first call the local authorities don't try to run up on this nigga no uh, shit no got that sword and shit or it might have another one uh yeah so there you guys go Mm-mm-mm. the homicide investigation began march 3rd on washington's picturesque kamano island after robert johnson and several of his friends discovered the body of cunningham 26 wrapped in a sleeping bag Johnson oh. was a neighbor living next to the 10 acre wooded rural parcel where Gonzalez and Cunningham leased the land and stayed a in a travel trailer. Wallace said the pair were dating and a boy in a boyfriend girlfriend relationship. Johnson was thinking of buying a property so he and his friends could de- decide to scout it out. And the group looked down a ravine and saw a red wagon and tarps that led them to discover a nearby sleeping bag. One person kicked the bag, and when it appeared something heavy was inside, they found her body with most of her head missing. Oh. Her head was also in the sleeping bag. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, deputies found a trail of a dozen empty sandbags leading from the wagon to a man-made survivalist-style bunker where, armed with warrants, they later discovered a stash of firearms with over a thousand rounds of ammunition. Oh, we were ready for whoa! The guns included a two-bolt action Mossenagin rifles savage semi-automatic 22 rifle and an hr 1871 camouflage pump action shotgun i don't know what none of that is but that sounds like he's ready to fuck some shit up deputies found a sccy nine millimeter pistol he headed in the man's hiking boots inside the trailer 
uh gonzalez was not allowed to possess firearms due to previous auto theft charge the investigation widened to include uh, siskiyou county when island county investigators learned on march 12th that the california highway patrol had found cunningham's honda abandoned february 16th on the side of i-5 near the anderson grand summit uh, north of eureka uh the car was found a day after deputies believe cunningham was murdered uh chp officer taking inventory of the impounded car found a samurai sword in a sheath and wrapped in a blanket um vasquez also took dna swabs of the honda steering wheel and sent them and the sword to the crime state lab deputy said that cunningham's injuries appear to be caused by the same type of weapon as the sword so damn hope they find this motherfucker he out here in these streets yolo Mm -hmm. uh all right guys that's why you gotta be careful going on you know hanging out with these motherfuckers with these swords uh so we'll be back uh let's see tomorrow i have like a root canal thing Mm -hmm. they say it's not painful we'll we'll see see. uh we may or may not do a show definitely not doing one wednesday Mm -mm. uh because you know july 4th we take some time off uh and i'll talk to justin about balls deep i think it's gonna be friday but it might be thursday uh so but we'll be doing that this week because you know we got to talk about uh the lakers coming to lebron's team got to talk about that one uh all right until then i love you i love you too